I'm so hungry. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's me, Lisa Lillian. Welcome to Chew the Right Thing, the official Hungry Girl podcast. And I am here today with um, my friends here at Hungryland, Mike and Jamie. Hey there. Hey. hey, guys. What's up? I don't know if people know this, but you guys are a married couple. It's is the this true? <laughs> <laughs> Both work at Hungryland. Mike is our fabulous producer. Jamie has been working at Hungryland for, I don't know, a dozen years or so. So she knows Not all that. the, all Wait, the secrets. More importantly, <laughs> that was me singing the theme song. You wish. <laughs> Actually, I wish. They asked me to sing it. I was like, I cannot sing to save my life, but not even with auto-tune. Anyway, today's show is all about travel food, and travel food, that's actually the number one question that I'm asked, no matter where I am, if I'm traveling or not, if we're getting emails in or if anywhere. People want to know, how do you eat well while you are traveling? Do you struggle with that? I do. I'm not surprised that's the number one question. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm good at home, but when I go on vacation or I get on a plane, it's like I forget everything I know about well, eating well. it's funny because, I mean, you have to really train yourself because some people do have what we have termed vacation brain, which is that <laughs> excuse that you tell yourself it's okay to not eat well when you're out and about or on a vacation or on the road. If you travel for business, that's terrible. You can't, <laughs> you can't live like that. But um, you have to really think about it and be conscious of it. And um, it's something that's not always easy. But because I travel so much, I've really trained myself. So today we are going to go through a whole slew of things about traveling. Everything from what you find at airports and emergency snacks you can carry with you and things you can find at the mini bar and room service. So we are going to run the gamut. Of I will be taking notes. <laughs> you have your computer out for a reason over there, yep. huh? Yeah. So I I'm not doing well by just having a cliff bar like for every meal on my vacation. For every meal, no. Pretty on vacation. Much. Yeah, I, it's just easy. Jamie, it's a poor vacation. Jamie, we, are, we, gotta, <laughs> we gotta talk offline here. <laughs> so I before we even jump into this, I want to tell you a funny story. Like my favorite, because I travel so much. My favorite travel story was how once I got on an American Airlines flight and I was carrying my husband's um, empty Gatorade bottle because. I'm the person that takes all the trash and carries everything and tries to do everything. Oh, and that's nice of you. I, I'm, I am nice. Well, you know, my husband's he's always got his hands full. I make him carry the heavy bags. So I was about to dispose of the trash on the plane, and I handed the bottle to the flight attendant and said, do you have a trash can here? And she looked at me and gasped and said, oh, you're a hungry girl. Oh, my God, I have your cauliflower fried rice here with me on the plane. She had and it on, on the plane? She had it on the plane, and she was like, I was so, I would think I was more excited to meet her <laughs> than she was to meet me, but she had lost 100 pounds Whoa. using our recipes. So <gasps> oh I thought that God. was the coolest thing ever, and, and she ended up being on the cover of People magazine, half their size. So her name is wow. Melissa. I want to give a shout out to her because we can't talk about healthy travel food without giving Melissa, the American oh. Airlines flight attendant, a shout out. That's Way awesome. to go, Melissa. So, hey, Melissa, you look beautiful. Anyway, she tried to give me some of the cauliflower fried rice <laughs> on the plane. So first up, what do we have? Breaking news. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> That's so fancy. So, yeah, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of news out having to mm. do with food and, you know, the most interesting thing I heard today actually was that JetBlue was planning on delivering pizzas from New mm -hmm. York to LA and there was like a big pizza party plan. They were even going to deliver pizzas yeah. to us. From New York from to LA? From New York. And then there was a glitch on the website, mm -hmm. which I guess is better than a glitch on the plane, but still, 
our pizzas did not show up. Yeah. We're going to the get flight, them, though. The they flight said was they canceled. Would. The, the <laughs> flight was canceled. <laughs> and I guess it's uh, Patsy's Pizza in Harlem. I've never... Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. I was like, where's the pizza coming from? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so that w- remains to be seen. We'll see how that goes. But I just thought it was kind of funny and ironic and sad for the PR people who put a lot <laughs> into the whole... JetBlue thing that they had to cancel yeah. that. I mean, doesn't that mean you would have to know two hours before you want pizza or six hours before you six want pizza? Six a day. I think you have How to do plan. You... It's, I don't know what the whole concept I is. I want to order pizza and have it in 30 minutes or less. Yeah, or you can make your own pizza for your whole neighborhood in the time it would take to fly That's pizza. That's a but... whole and... other podcast episode. <laughs> and is it really fresh pizza if it's six hours old? I mean, what's the difference between six-hour-old pizza and frozen pizza? I know nothing, but we'll find out. <laughs> But speaking of airline food, this is exciting because the diet detective, whose name is Charles Platkin, he's a super nice guy. And every year he comes out with his like official review of which airlines have healthy food and which are the best and the worst of what you can find online. And it is so comprehensive that like I can't imagine that this man does anything else the rest of the year. I mean, have you seen that report? It is tremendous. It's huge. And breaks down every single offering on every plane. Every offering, every plane, everything. And it's it's fun, interesting. Um, knowledge is power, so it's great. But it's also a little depressing, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but all in, there's one airline that came out above and beyond all the rest as far as caring about healthy food and serving healthy food. And that, I believe, is Delta, with Virgin America being a close second. So wow. I think they go neck and neck. Hmm. And then among the worst are Southwest Uh-oh. American and Hawaiian Airlines. Hawaiian, you know why? Because everything has macadamia nuts in Hawaiian Mm -hmm. Airlines, Mm -hmm. and they are just full of fat, right? Too oily. Um, But the one thing that really, I'll tell you my opinion, it's like you can go through the list of everything, and I encourage everybody to click on the links, but the thing is you can find good and bad choices no matter where you are. And so even if you buy something called the protein pack, which, by the way, Delta has, which sounds really healthy, right? Yeah, I would think so. Right, it's called the protein pack. Well, that thing has over 600 calories what? in the protein oh. pack. And it's because what you get, you get either turkey breast or a hard, hard-boiled egg. You get various cheeses, sunflower seed butter, muesli, crackers, and fruit. So there's just a lot of stuff all together. And I guess if you left off the crackers, you'd probably save 100 calories. And so my advice overall is to sort of put together whatever the healthiest things you can find on a plane are. So sometimes the good thing is everything is portion controlled, right? That is true. So they give you a pack of this or that. So you get a pack of nuts for 100 calories. You get a like a piece of fruit is a good choice. Or if you buy one of those packs and in the pack, this is like my biggest pet peeve because I have been there. I will sometimes buy all the packs just to see what's in them. And people probably think I'm You're so that crazy. <laughs> yes. I'm like some lunatic. Or I mix and match because like one of the packs will have crackers, chips, pretzels, and then hummus, salsa, fruit. So you're getting carb on carb on carb on carb. And it's like, choose one of the yeah, carbs. who's ordering that? I don't know. Mike, well, who's Mike's eating ordering, ordering that. that. Like, is that what you eat? Yeah, it is. And it's probably salty, right? Because every time I, I, I get those things, I always feel like I need to drink a ton of water right after. Yeah, but I mean, the salt is the least of its problems. I just no. think because of all the carbs, there's so many calories. So like sometimes on a plane, you can, you can find like meat sticks and hummus and fresh fruit and 100 calorie packs of nuts and those 
are definitely all the best choices. And the best thing is you can mix and match. I'm a control freak, so be a control freak even when you're on a plane. Excellent are, advice. Are the cheese platters good? Because I like getting those cheese boxes or whatever they are. Eat the grapes on top. <laughs> and then like That's the one, one thing I don't like most to Jamie. Give the grapes. Yeah, Give the grapes to Jamie. cheese and crackers. Jamie, the lucky grape recipient. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. You guys can can split it. You can eat all the bad stuff. Mike. Okay. You're a boy. Boys tend to not care as much as women, or they don't plan as much. But and I'm doing all the heavy lifting with the luggage and everything, so I feel yeah, like you, I need. I, I don't need to think get you're that. burning off you, all I those calories say, by putting it in the overhead compartment. You've burned an extra three point <laughs> six calories lifting that bag. So. Good work. Um, but one thing I thought was interesting that I heard is that food actually tastes completely different when you're in midair. I don't know if I believe this. What? Do you believe that? If you I jump this? and eat something, <laughs> will it? Jump. <laughs> I don't mean the food you snack on when you skydive. I mean like when you're like flying on a plane, they say that your ability to pick up sweet tastes drops by like 15 or 20% and your perception in saltiness drops by 20 to 30%. Hmm. So I, I want to test that yeah. out. We have to test that out. Yeah. Next That's time we're on a plane. We'll do a follow up to this. We it, will. Yeah. And if anyone out there has heard of this or has experienced this, please let us know. So what do you do? Like if you have like a, a slice of pizza, eat like half the pizza before you get on the plane and then you eat the rest of it like an hour once you're in the air. So the that... answer is don't eat the pizza at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat the... All right. Salad. Oh you eat half the salad before you get on the plane and then the other half how you test it yeah no you take something that you know the flavor of really well like you eat all the time and then you say mm. oh it tastes different you know when a, and you you might think you're getting a cold but you're just on a plane hmm. anyway we'll try it out okay. we're gonna be traveling soon so we're gonna try it out right cool. jamie yes okay good all right well um guess what what we've got a few a viewer question coming up don't we ask hungry Hi, Hungry Girl. This is Lydia. So my question is about hotel eating. I travel a lot and I can't resist the mini bar. Uh, is there anything in there I can eat or do I always have to pack my own snacks? Uh, okay. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Oh, Lydia. She loves you. I love her. She sounds so sweet and yeah. cute. She was talking about hotel eating. I'm like, don't eat the hotel. <laughs> Bad idea. Too many no, carbs. I have to say, first of all, I'm very sad to say that I think most hotels are sort of phasing out the mini bar thing and that makes me sad because there's still a space for it and I'm always the first thing I do when I check into a hotel is like scour the room to find the mini bar and if there's not a mini bar I'm sad and if there is I immediately judge everything and then I play a game <laughs> I literally play a game where I say what if I ate the whole mini bar oh my god <laughs> how, how many calories would it be that's a scary game it's a scary but a fun effective game hmm. and by the way if there is a mini bar you have to make sure that when you're lifting the items to read the nutritional information that you're not getting charged oh that's a good tip oh wow i because, didn't think about that so, you know my game auto my game that charge. i play is if i got locked in this room what would be my meal that i would make out of the things in the mini bar that that reminds me of another game i play about what to wear if my if my luggage is lost i always go to the hotel gift at shop. Airport? oh i go to the hotel <laughs> anyway we are so getting sidetracked but that's a great game if i'm locked in the hotel room things are so bad i'm eating everything i don't know about you that's a good i point. would just be like what the heck who gets locked in a hotel well, room? you might get out in a couple hours so you only need one meal <laughs> what if you're locked Maybe. in there and there's only one bottle of water and, and then there's all the beer and the alcohol in there are you are you getting drunk locked in a well i mean that's a good point that the alcohol i never really touch in a hotel i mean so if i was expensive it's so expensive mm -hmm. just go down the little, to the bar the little bottles are adorable though they are cute <laughs> they're very cute 
but make me feel like a giant (laughs) (laughs) but at the mini bar like it's usually pretty slim pickings Mm. i mean lately i have seen things like pop chips um and light chips at the mini bar but usually it's just like a lot of chocolate bars and things that are super high in calories like containers of nuts that have like six servings where you're afraid if you open it you're gonna eat all six servings at once they're so expensive too they are expensive so that might just that's how i resist them i just look at the prices Oh, that's good. my best good tip. call. That's a great, <laughs> Jamie, that's a really great tip. And sometimes, by the way, like the mini bar, if there's a mini bar, sometimes it's in a fridge, sometimes it's not. Sometimes the hotel will bring you a fridge. You can empty the fridge out if it has stuff in it and just tell them you're not using any of it. You can ask them to empty it out. You can ask them not to give you a key to the mini bar. You can fill up the fridge with stuff that you buy at a convenience store or downstairs at the hotel that's better for you. So it's really all about being prepared. The worst thing you can do is find yourself with a mini bar, not being prepared for all the snacks that, I mean, for any emergency snacks that you need, and then being faced with all these tempting things. And that would be the worst thing you can do. So I would say for the most part, avoid the mini bar unless you just want to play a game like I do where you (laughs) add up the calories. I like to go down to the continental breakfast and bring back little containers of yogurt and fruit and put those in the mini bar. Jamie, so if there's a fridge. Well, and because I'm married to her and I'm now trained, um, when I book a hotel room, the first thing I ask them is, can I please have a refrigerator in the room? Because I <laughs> A full-size six-foot refrigerator, yeah, please, and yeah, a man to with, carry. Yeah, with water coming in. Water and ice. That's all I need. No, that's smart. <laughs> and they will be happy to bring you a fridge. I would say most hotels. they yeah. A lot of times you can't get a full-length mirror, but you can get a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I remember one time, actually, I requested a full-length mirror because I was doing a TV appearance. And... I, I couldn't get one. And like the hotel told me, go down to the fourth floor and there's a mirror on the wall next to the <laughs> elevator. And then I posted it on the Facebook page and I got like screamed at. Why? People, they were like, you're not a supermodel. Why do you need a full length mirror? And I was like, I just want to make sure I don't have like paper, toilet paper on my shoe when I, I'm going on the Dr. Oz show. I don't believe that those people wouldn't, if they were going out to dinner, wouldn't do the same thing, want a full length And mirror. by the way, when you're five feet tall, the mirror in the bathroom, you could barely see above your, you <laughs> just see your forehead. <laughs> right. So like, I couldn't see anything. I, I didn't think it was so unrealistic. And now I'm having nightmares and flashbacks. Side brilliant business idea. A roll up mirror that you can travel with. Interesting. Like if really you can lightweight. Invent it. I would buy it. I would one click that on Amazon all day long. Let's do it. Let's get a manufacturer and do it. <laughs> Someone's gonna steal our idea right now. <laughs> Damn. So another thing I want to talk about when you're in the room. Let's say you are locked in the room. And you can't get out. Room service. I mean, who utilizes room service? Raise your hand. My hand is way raised. Isn't it expensive? Mike is shaking his head. Yeah, it's too expensive. It's not. Well, these days, here's the thing. I'm going to say a couple things about room service and the expense of it. So these days, everyone wants convenience. And we're used to using services like, you know, whether it's Uber Eats or Postmates or any one of those, Grubhub, whoever's going to deliver your food, Mm. they charge a premium. Mm -hmm. So room service is similar to that. Or maybe you could Mm. just call Uber Eats to deliver to your hotel room. You absolutely could do that. So it depends on what city you're in. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's also a great idea. But I mean, room service to me is great. And like, there are things that I always order when I get room service. Yeah, what do you look for? Okay. So are you ready? Mm -hmm. You don't look excited enough, Mike. I'm just, uh, when it comes to... room service. Well, if... You don't like to eat food in the same place you sleep. Yeah. If, If the hotel room doesn't have a table, 
That means you're eating on the bed. You need a and, table. Of course it is a well, table. Some, Where are you staying? Some rooms don't have, like older hotels, sometimes they don't have a Even table. Even like the Hampton Inn has a table. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I just Bring your own t- A roll-up table. Roll-up table. Yeah, <laughs> one click that out. Boom. <laughs> anyway, so room service, but this is what I always order. Shrimp cocktail. Ooh, good. Can't go wrong with that. Yes. Chicken soup with Ooh. no noodles and lots of veggies. Do so they I make get the chicken, chicken no noodle soup. I or you just, just say no it? noodles. And if they say, you know, sometimes they'll, you know, they give you two and you just don't eat all the noodles or you eat some noodles, but chicken noodle soup is a great option. I also there's always going to be a chicken Caesar salad. I get no croutons and I get the dressing on the side and then I do the old DDP dip don't pour. Wait, so what is that again? DDP this is like GTL. <laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> Throwback to the... All right, say it again. Jersey Shore. No, it's just DDP, dip, downpour. So you don't pour the dressing on the salad. Oh, do you, so you dip your fork in the dressing or you put the lettuce? I, you can do either. You could either dip your fork in the dressing or you can just lightly dip whatever is on That's your so fork smart. in the dressing, depending on what you want to... Change it up. I mean, do it both ways. So um, those are my room service must-haves. In the morning, I will get a fruit salad. I usually get a whole pot of coffee and try to drink it all at once. (laughs) That's a dangerous game, too. (laughs) And sometimes, because I really need more coffee, um, and sometimes hard-boiled eggs. That's another good one, especially if they're pre-peeled, because sometimes Mm -hmm. it's very depressing when you get your hard-boiled eggs and you can't peel them easily. Oh, it's the worst. And you're like, but... I really just want the whites. And then the, you just get the yolk because mm. the whites come off with the shell. It's not fun. But it's the thing about traveling that you really have to do is bring your own stuff. Like we haven't even touched upon the fact that you have to be prepared. It's all about being prepared. I say it all the time and I really mean it. Just like when you're prepared, when you go to a restaurant, you're going to look up what's on the menu beforehand. Or if you're going to a national chain, you're going to look up what you're eating and how many calories it has. Same thing when you're traveling. You have to be prepared for anything. Be prepared for being stuck on a plane for 10 hours. Be prepared for being stuck at the airport where there may or may not be good food for you. If you're going to be at a hotel for three days, always just pack a bunch of emergency snacks. You you taught me this, and it's the whole get in front of it idea that you say. I love that because you're going to end up thinking about your food anyway. Why not think about it in advance, and then you don't even have to worry about it yeah i love it i mean it. you've got to do that and it's easier i know mike is probably sitting there thinking i'm not gonna do that well but mike's the guy that will you know show up and be like what do you mean there's nothing to eat wait it's 11 o'clock at night we just got to our hotel mm-hmm. we haven't had dinner what are we gonna do i'm like i packed emergency snacks right if you have jamie as your wife you do have emergency snacks but so. that's where my cliff bars come in handy i always pack at least five cliff bars anywhere i go because right. he loves Cliff he bars. does like love them. They the are peanut, not a sponsor of I, this show. <laughs> the peanut butter ones are amazing. I want to hear what Lisa packs, what All her right, emergency so snacks are. Here's what I always have on me. I will always have fruit that does not get squashed. So usually it's an apple. So that's a, a great It is thing. pretty unsquashable. True. Also freeze-dried fruit. Oh. Great, because you can't squash that either. And I don't mean dried fruit. I mean freeze-dried fruit, the, the very low-calorie very crunchy kind that's all the rage now. Love that. I think dried fruit. They have a it everywhere now. Even at the outdated. airport, they have it. Yeah, they do. And on planes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, by the way, if the plane has some stuff, you can take it or buy it and stick it in your bag. Um, I also like to have seaweed snacks. That's mm. another one of my favorite things. That Yum. I think they're great. Mm. I do you eat seaweed snacks? I don't like them. I love sushi and seaweed, in, like in that form, but not as a crispy snack. No. Man, I love them. I like them. They're so light and airy. airy. They give you, you like a chip fix. You can eat the whole pack the whole for pack. like a calorie. It's excellent. It's the best. And then tuna pouches. I pack those. I do not recommend 
opening a tuna pouch on the airplane <laughs> unless you know who you will does. make enemies. <laughs> oh, do, wait, Jamie. I may or may not have mm-hmm. opened a tuna pouch in a moment of desperation. Mm-hmm. Stop it. But it was the um, the star kissed um, non smelling tuna. The, yeah, the the like the. <laughs> if they figured that out, <laughs> well, it was. I would one. one click the heck out of it that. It was oh, like yeah, the a bean. Roll up, uh, well, it travel. was a, it was like Chipotle. Flavor. It was something like like spiced there really well. There was something well, so. masking the flavor. Of yeah. the no, it wasn't. I'm sure your neighbors on the plane <laughs> were hating nice. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I recommend packing those. And what then else? mini baby bells. I love the little Ooh, cheeses. Yes. Those are great, but they are perishable. So if you're going to pack those, eat those within a few hours. And then I always have some kind of bar. For you, it's a cliff bar. For mm-hmm. me, it's either a quest bar or a kind bar or any number of bars. I really like the RX bars these days. Oh, those are good. I love the chocolate chip ones. So like I'm a big bar person, but not really as a snack or a meal. I tend to use bars when I have not been able to eat for a few Mm -hmm. hours. Like if I know I have to go somewhere and I'm waking up really early and I'm not going to get to eat something till like 11 or 12, maybe I'll have a bar or have part of a bar. That's what I was going to say. Another trick you taught me is you will bring a Quest bar, really high protein, but reasonable calorie bar and you'll have like a piece of it, you know, in the morning and then you'll keep it in your purse and you'll have a little more later. That's so smart. I never think of it. I always think, oh, I don't want to spend 200 calories right now, but mm-hmm. just have a little piece. Yeah, just a little piece. I it like keep, it. It keeps you going. And then some of the stuff that, that people try to spin as like a really good emergency snack that really is a bit of a pitfall. It's not really what it is. I call it a food faker. Mm. I feel like tr- big bags of trail mix and nuts and like those giant protein bars that are clearly like giant chocolate bars for bodybuilders. You know, yeah. they may have like 36 grams of protein, but the bar has like 400 calories. They're crazy. They are crazy. So mm. you just have to really read labels. That's the trail mix is the worst. If you ever go, actually, this is another fun game. Go to the airport and look at the trail mix Again, people think that's healthy. You flip it over, it's like nine servings. Mm-hmm. How dare they? How dare they? So the trail mix with, you know, M&Ms. nuts and <laughs> M&Ms and dried fruit is not good for me? Shocking, isn't it? I always get that. But it's huge, too. That's it's... the problem. And if you give me something that large and I take it on a plane, there's no portion control on a plane when you have a giant bag of something. You're going to keep nibbling at it. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. It's hard on a plane. I mean, I used to... This is funny, but like I literally used to tell myself that... Things that I eat on a plane while in midair, those calories are not digested. <laughs> I did that for a really long time. I feel like, like there's a lot of occasions that, like, I would say, you know, on your birthday, birthday cake doesn't have calories. There's a lot of little excuses you, know, you can you can fool yourself. It it always has calories, but I always live by the eighty twenty rule. So you know, eighty percent of the time you can be eating what you're supposed to be eating. Twenty percent of the time you have that birthday cake when it's your birthday yep. or your friend's birthday. Or when you're coming back from a really hard week of work and you're on a plane and they serve you pretzel bread, which Uh is what I do sometimes. Someone just outed herself. (laughs) (laughs) I do that sometimes, but like there's a time and a place. And the bottom line is we all have a calorie budget, like we have a a regular budget and you can't buy everything you want and you certainly can't eat everything you want. It's a really good way to look at it. It's It's helpful. It's helpful. So you have to plan ahead. Yeah, because you're going to spend those calories whether you're thinking about it or not you might as well budget you might as well think about it otherwise you're going to be in debt yeah and fat right (laughs) well women are better at that than men i would say don't you think like Mm -hmm. like i i that's why i always everyone's like why don't you have hungry guy and i'm like well hungry girl is for men too but in all honesty women think more about food Mm -hmm. gossip more about food and plan ahead more with food like i know my husband does not think ahead 
Yeah. When it comes to food. If he's hungry, he's eating. Even if we're going out for dinner in an hour, like women just, mm-hmm. right? Men? Yeah. For us, it's like, I feel like it's like grab and go, you know, like, like we'll see something, you know, while we're walking to the terminal and well, oh, I'll just grab that and eat it real quick. You know, like we don't, we never plan, never plan. Like Jamie, her full meal and her snack is planned for the flight. And yeah, like the, it, the I just we have... he is speaking of is is his gender, not not us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. Am I was like planning. Is... Yeah, no, we definitely. we men do not like. I have a cliff. That that's my planning is a cliff bar, <laughs> literally. And then he's and hungry then... and he's eyeing my salad and wishing he packed one. <laughs> yeah, although lately at LAX, at least, and obviously not every airport, but LAX has a great array of restaurants now that you can choose from before you get on the well, plane. Well, and that's actually a good tip because he will look around the whole terminal, see mm-hmm. what food is available. If we know we're going on a six-hour flight, don't wait till you get on and it's like two options on the plane. That's true. Walk that's around. True. Do a lap, like yeah, I say, when you go to a buffet. Exactly. Think of the airport exactly. as a giant buffet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So see what they have, do a lap, see what the best choices are, buy it, bring it on the plane. And, and you, get some, steps you get some steps in. You get some steps in. We've learned go. something. <laughs> have you learned anything, Mike? Um, that I need to prepare my meals before or prepare, plan ahead before yes. I go on the trip. Yes. Okay. Well, we have learned a lot today, but I'm going to try to sum it up in 60 seconds. This is the Hungry Girl Minute <gasps> recap. This is so exciting. Can I starting, time you? Yes. Wait, you can wait for it. I want to watch the, can I watch the timer? Yes. Okay. Okay. This is the first time we're doing this. This is the exciting. The Hungry Girl Minute okay. starts, starts now. Now. Okay. When you're traveling... You want to be careful about what you're eating on the plane. You want to see what they have and avoid all the stuff that is not good. You also want to bring a lot of emergency snacks with you. And those are things that are, you know, like portion controlled and high in protein and things that won't squash in your bag. Um, Room service is your friend. You can order room service, but you should probably avoid the mini bar. The mini bar is filled with things you don't need and it's usually overpriced too. Room service, better option. Um, as I said, emergency snacks are great, but I want to elaborate that the things that I love the most are jerky, apples, 100 calorie packs of nuts, and then you want to beware of food fakers. Those 20 are the, seconds. Those are the <laughs> things that you think are healthy that aren't, like big bags of trail mix or giant bars that are oversized. No. Over calorie. I want to eat That's my it. bars. That's my minute. She made it. She did it. Success. I made it with, with 10 seconds left. So Anything else you want to tell us I in the just, remaining six? I want to say we love hearing from our fans. Um, Everybody should share information about this podcast with their friends. There's a timer. Is that our goodbye music? (laughs) Um, And we're going to wrap things up. And we'll be back again very soon with some more exciting and fun Chew the Right Thing podcasts. I can't wait. And now I'm really excited for our trip next week. Yeah. Now I have all these tips and tricks. And we're going to taste the food mid-flight. Yes. Fun. Okay, so we're all going to sign off. I'm Lisa Lillian. I'm signing off with my friends Mike and Jamie. And till next time, chew the right thing.